Welcome once again to the Random Wrestling Review. It's an RWR Now episode today. We are going to be doing something we haven't done before, um, which might become a tradition. Well, we'll find, you know, maybe at some point in the future this will become a, a regular, well, not a regular thing, but an annual thing. Who knows? Um, I'm joined today by both uh, Rockstar Kirky and Matthew Roberts. How are we doing, guys? Ready to go. Excellent salute there, Matt. Yeah, really good. Really excited about this, you know. Really excited. Uh, Matt, are you a big Cena fan? No. <laughs> it's just it's just one of his things that I've kind of picked up and never really liked him that much but it's it's caught on <laughs> Matthew loves Cena Matthew loves Cena ah. <laughs> so um, today we're going to as I said we're going to do something a little different we are going to I don't know what the right word is here but we're going to I'm going to call it this fantasy book Wrestlemania XL Wrestlemania 40 not extra large as it might otherwise be known like, I, they must be I imagine they've they branded it they've branded it Wrestlemania XL and they've never it's been like 10 years since they last had the number Wrestlemania attached to the promotion of it so they must like the visual of XL it must just be a, a thing we're going to try and fantasy book it. Basically, I've asked both Matt and Alex to come up with a card that they think could potentially happen. I mean, I'm not going to argue that it needs to be realistic, really. But, for example, I wouldn't expect the ghost of Davy Boy Smith to come out and face someone. You know, like, it's got to be within the realms of possibility, if not probability. I don't know how we're going to start this. Could be a bit of a longer one. I don't know. It depends how much we've all got to say here. Why don't we start with... Alex, why don't we go with you? I don't know. I don't know how the best way to do it. So I think you just just go through what you've got. We we'll do it. We'll do it match at a time, and we will comment on the match. And maybe if we've got it in our card, we can talk about that as well. So Alex, take it right. away. Okay, okay. Well, I've got a little bit extra actually, um, which kind of <laughs> kind of he's plays. Got, he's got six months worth of build to talk to us about. Now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. So it kind of plays into my card a little bit. So I've got a Hall of Fame as well. Oh, and and ah. it's it's now I, I appreciate some of the people obviously what whatever's going on you know backstage in WWE and they don't want to be in it. I've, I've just picked people who I think should be in it, but there's two people that will play a part in in the rest of the show. So the Hall of Fame, I've got Rick the Modern Martel, <laughs> Demolition. Is this just the random wrestling review uh, Hall of Fame now? You just well, no, no, because well, I thought about that actually because I've missed IRS out, but um, <coughs> no, Rick the Modern Martel, Demolition, Sable, okay, uh, Sid, mm. Bray Wyatt, and mm. then um, the Sandman and mm-hmm. the Rock as the main event, and I'll, I'll I've put them two last because well, you'll see why, and I've <laughs> and also a little bit extra, I've actually got a guest host for my WrestleMania. Wow, and the guest host is Morgan Paul. Okay. Have you got a commentary team as well, or is it? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's just bog standard commentary team. It's just it'll play. You, you'll see why I've got that. You'll see why I've said that. So, um, night one, match one, I am going hard. The world heavyweight championship Ooh. is the first match, and it's Seth Rollins defending against the winner of the Royal Rumble, LA Knight. And I've got that Seth Rollins wins, but then Damian Priest cashes in and wins the world heavyweight championship. <laughs> against Seth Rollins on the first match of night one of WrestleMania. And it kind of mirrors a little bit. Obviously, Seth Rollins did it in the the heist of the century as it was. But yeah, that's what I've got for my first match on night one. I haven't got got that match, although I do have something very similar with Damian Priest and the money in the bank cash in. I I feel like I'm going to be shit going after all, because I haven't gone into remotely that. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what we'll do, Matt. If you haven't gone into that much detail, that's fine. We'll just ask you to run through yours after after Alex studies very quickly, and then I'll give you mine, which might take a little bit of time. <laughs> cool. Right, okay. Uh, and, the, and the reason why I've gone LA Knight, uh, and there's a reason why he's won the Royal Rumble as well, which I'll explain later on, is he, he's over at the minute. He's over. So I thought, you know, you've got... I, I, I like it when they push people that are over. So I think... I think it would be quite a good match, actually, as well, with Seth Rollins. Right, my second match, getting people on the card, which I don't like doing it. However, it's the the pay structure with WWE, and everyone gets a WrestleMania payday, and I think that's right. So I've got the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> I've got, but however, I have got, it seems like a bit bit of a cheat, that. So I've tweaked it a little bit. So I put stack it, like, stack it with really big people. Drew McIntyre, I probably put in there. Stick the Miz in there, even though he's pretty much all of them. What? Right? And the winner not only wins the Battle Royal, but the winner faces the US champion on night two. I like okay. that. I like that. I like that. I like that thinking. Funnily enough, you meant the two people you mentioned there, Drew McIntyre and the Miz, are two of the people that I most was looking for a place on my show and couldn't find one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking for one with Drew McIntyre and uh, especially, but yeah, I thought, yeah, stick him in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. But at least there's a, a bit of a state to it with the US, you know, getting slander the title on shot show. on night two. No, I'm, I'm all up for that. But, Matt, it's not slander about Drew. I, I wanted to put him in. I just couldn't yeah. find a place for him. I genuinely he's, couldn't. He's easily a spot for him. <laughs> it depends, doesn't it? It depends what else you want to do. And I just yeah. couldn't find it. Uh, and, and at the minute, because he's, he's seeming with Matt Riddle at the minute, and it's it's a waste of both of them. So it's just a waste of both of them. So I was exactly the same as you. I couldn't find a place for him. Uh, so match three, um, I've got the women's championship, which I think is the SmackDown one, is EO Sky versus Bailey versus Dakota Kai in a damage control tri- triple threat. Right, match, match four. <laughs> so... <laughs> I've got, he, he seems embarrassed by this. What's this? No, no. Be? Do you know what? No, this is the one I texted you about it, Ben. Where obviously the thing we see, I'm punk messed messed it up. Uh, nice. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with what my original thought. So it's AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega. Oh, hang on. No, <laughs> Kenny Kenny Omega. So the reason why I've said him is Kenny Omega's contract expires this year. Now, he's probably going to sign again with AEW, but I, I would, I'm 99% certain that he will wrestle for WWE in the future at some point, because then he, he can say he's, he's done it all. I'm I'm 99% certain. Obviously, I can't say 100% because he might not. So I thought, do you know what? And that will be a cracking match, that AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega. But then the thought process behind it was when AJ Styles came to WWE, he wrestled Chris Jericho at Mania 30. Too. And um, it kind of mirrors it a little bit where AJ Styles can say, when I came to the company, I thought that I could do it all. Um, and I wrestled Chris Jericho and lost at WrestleMania. And I think, you you know, you, you think that you can do the same. So you have to go through me type thing. I've got some bad news for you, Alex. Kenny Omega, a month ago, signed a new four-year deal with AEW. All right. <laughs> so, it's fine it's fine you know it's me, okay they, they, me, it, me, within the realm of plausibility if for example omega got sacked like cm punk yeah. did then who knows who knows i didn't know that i didn't know that i wouldn't have said that so i'll it's just go AJ, aj style cm punk then yeah. <laughs> fair enough it's, it's funny though that you said that you, you know you feel like 99% that, that you think that Kenny will wrestle, and, and this is before, and I'm not just saying that because we've just said that, right? But in gen, in genuine, right? I, I would have said 99% that I don't see Kenny ever. He just seems like that type of guy who's just satisfied with what he's done, and I, I he's the type of person who does never need to go there or wants to. I, I don't think otherwise. I, I honestly think he would have. 
I understand what you're saying, Matt, but I think sometimes we as wrestling fans over romanticize people's passion for the work as opposed to the money. And I think give it five years, five years or the end of his next AEW contract. has got nothing else to do in AEW, probably by that time. What else is he going to do in AEW? And WWE come and call him with a huge deal, similar to Cody's perhaps, where they sort of say, look, you come along, we'll give you a major match of the next two WrestleManias and you'll get loads of money. He's going to take it. They'll take it. Because would, even you know, even even if artistically, even if artistically he's not that satisfied with it, Shinsuke Nakamura did it. Like Shinsuke Nakamura went to WWE for the money. There's no denying that. Absolutely get people going places for the money. But how old is he now? Is he forties now? I don't know. Don't know how old Kenny Omega is. Because honestly, I seem retired within five years. You might so be I, right. I just think if you're going to retire, you may as well also go get the money. He is. Yeah, he's going to be forty this year. I mean. I never would have thought AJ Styles would have gone to WWE either. And then that, I mean, at the Royal Rumble, when he come back, it, it, one of the biggest pops, me personally, I just couldn't believe it. Just couldn't believe even it. Sting went to WWE. Yeah, so, yeah. like I said, even if it's just for one match, you know, mm. someone offers him £500,000 for a match at WrestleMania, he's going to take that. <laughs> he's going to take it. I don't care what he thinks about WWE or his artistry, he's going to take it. I, I generally don't think he will. Anyway, um, right. So, match five on night one. Payback messed this up a little bit. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus DIY. Funnily enough, I have that one on my list. <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. So before we go any further, are you saying that the Raw and SmackDown titles are separate now or is that for oh, both of those titles? No, sorry. They're, they're separate. They're separate. Ah, okay. Fine. Yeah, they're separate. Right. Number number six is a street fight. Jimmy Uso with Solo Sokoa versus Jey Uso. And if Jey Uso wins, the bloodline are banned from the arena for night two, which plays into a match on night two. Right. I had that, but not the street fight or the stipulation. Well, the reason why I put the street fight is if on the night one, there's no kind of spot fest, if you know what I mean. And I know that it is mainly, I think that you should have a spot fest on really. So that's why I went for the street fight. It's personal as well. So yeah, that's why I went for the street fight. Um, right, okay. Now, remember me Hall of Fame that we're telling you about? <laughs> so, picture this. So, Logan Paul comes out to give the attendance for Re- for WrestleMania, okay? Now, throughout the night, he's gone backstage with Rick the Model Martel and Sid, maybe, giving him a bit of shit. So, he's come out to give the attendance and he started slagging off Philadelphia. All of a sudden, from a raised, a raised platform, a band come up and it's Metallica. And they start playing Enter the Sandman. And Sandman comes through the crowd with his kendo stick and beers and basically just kicks the shit out of Logan Paul. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing. That's my little break before the main event, as it was. So my main event is interesting. My main event at night one, I've gone for the Intercontinental Championship match Ooh. between Gunther and Sheamus. And the reason why I've gone for it as a main event is I'd have Sheamus going over. And I think that that title at the minute holds more stock than the World Heavyweight Championship. And I think Sheamus is the man to take it off him. And I just think it'd be an amazing, I think it'd be an amazing match as a main event. And it'd be an amazing moment because that's the belt that he wants and everyone wants him to have it as well. So that's my main event of night one. My, my only critique of that, and I think lots of people would lap that up because a lot of people love their matches and have loved the things they've done in the ring. My only critique of that is, is that big enough, Gunther versus Sheamus, to headline a, a stadium show, regardless of it being day one or day two? Um, and regardless yeah. of what title it's for? I think so. I think so. If I had to watch the match at Clash of the Castle live, 
I don't think I would have had this as my main event. But yeah. I think it was it was the that and the main event of Clash of the Castle was the one that the, the crowd was invested in the most. And I just think that it's the story of it, it's the belt that Sheamus wants, like not even kayfabe, like personally wants it so he can he's Grand Slam champion. I, I just think that's a bigger match than the World Heavyweight Championship. By the way, I'm not saying it's not a bigger match than that World Heavyweight Title match. I'm yeah. just saying is it big enough yeah. to be the state the headline of stadium show? I I would say so. I think so. Fair enough. I think so. It's it's funny you mentioned that because a couple of months ago I I would <coughs> I would agree with you. I, I do think the Sheamus I, I kind of think he's cooled off a little bit. Which is a shame because you know he had that period since Clash of the Castle when he was hot as hell, and I felt that they could have gone with him, but they they missed the boat, and and I kind of think it's it's too late to go back to it. And not to say that I don't think the Sheamus doesn't, you know, that he, he you know he still deserves his flowers, which will you'll see when uh, I give you the match that I've got for him on my card. And it's funny because the as far as like being a big match for the IC title goes, I don't know if any of you saw Raw. But I think that we may have potentially a new challenger down the line, which would be epic. Well, it's funny you should say that, because that brings me nicely on to night two. <laughs> and the, the opening match for the US Championship is Rey Mysterio versus the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Chad Gable. Oh, God, nice. that'd be good. I think that would be an amazing match. Yeah, so I've seen that everybody was raving about what they did on Raw. So, I mean, amazing that they've taken Chad Gable from being effectively a part of a comedy tag team into being someone who's a serious contender to this killer gunther credit to them bold <coughs> booking i like it alex yeah good 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 um so match two of night two the the women's wrestlemania battle royal <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but again i'd be stacking that because i'd put becky lynch charlotte flair all of these i haven't got a place for them on my card but again i'd have that the winner gets a title shot at backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view is the battle royals at wrestlemania i think have their place but i think that they should instead they should have other states that they get a title shot um yeah i mean that's fair i think i mean especially if you if wwe are going to persist in trying to get everybody on the card then fine do them but make them mean something if you're going to do them make yeah. Them mean something. yeah match three the raw women's championship Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler, uh, the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll be a cracking match. Uh, and she, like, I love Shayna Baszler. Just so she's been underused in my opinion, but she seems to be getting a little bit more of a push from what from what I know. Match four: Dominic Mysterio with Damien Priest in his corner versus Finn Balor. Okay. <laughs> because they, they're showing they're showing the Judgment Day kind of split. At, at, well, they was, and then they went. <laughs> Won the tag team titles last, uh, on Saturday night. So then I've got I've got my spot fest for Matt Knight too. The a TLC match for the SmackDown tag team titles, the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits. However, I've found out today that I think the Street Profits have turned heel, have they? Or they've gone with Bobby Bobby Lashley, haven't they? I think, <laughs> I think they have. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that and then match six, Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle. <laughs> And because I know that obviously they had beef when they, well, I think, I, do you know what? Because they had beef when they were in UFC and Matt Riddle said some stuff about him and they've kind of kept them separate. But I think that would be, I, I think that could be a show stealer, that Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle. I think it'd be a, an amazing match. Do you know, I, I honestly think it'd be Brock versus Dean Ambrose too. <laughs> oh, no. He no. just he he'd, wouldn't he'd like care. him, wouldn't want to do anything for him, just be like, fuck you, that. Nah. No, he... <laughs> 
See, I think he's matured a lot now, Brock Lesnar, and I think he likes throwing people around, doesn't he? And I think he could have a really good match throwing match. Well, he does, doesn't he? That's why he likes wrestling. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, uh, Rey Mysterio, he likes chucking him around. And I think he could, I think he'd have some fun with Matt Riddle. And I think Matt Riddle will sell massively for it. I think it'd be a fantastic match to do. I'm keeping an open mind, but my worry is that it would end up a bit like um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, which I have no interest in seeing ever again because it's yeah, fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar's different than Ronda Rousey. Brock oh, Lesnar sure. actually cares, sure. you know. And then um, I've got Logan Paul having a conversation with The Rock. Um, <laughs> and this leads to my main event of night two. Now, I didn't know where to go with this, but I think I think you've got to play the story out. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the title, the undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Divas Intercontinental Championship, whatever it's called now. But I'd have Cody Rhodes as winner of the Elimination Chamber because the, I think the only way, personally, I'd have done it at 39. I, I, I'm the same as Stephen on that. I think it was a complete waste. So if they're going to do it, they need to really build it back up. And I think that they could build it up similar similar to the when Shawn Michaels wanted to wrestle The Undertaker. And, uh, you know, I've Cody Rhodes saying, you know, I want to wrestle Roman Reigns for the title, put him in the Royal Rumble, gets eliminated at the Royal Rumble. Then he has to fight his way, gets into the Elimination Chamber, wins the Elimination Chamber. I think that's the only way that you could build it back, try and build it back up to a fraction of what the build was like at 39. But yeah, so that is my WrestleMania 40 XL, whatever you want to call it. Lovely. Good stuff, Alex. Love the detail. Matt, I know you said that this is going to be a little bit what rubbish. What a giant wet to... fart this is about to be. Yeah. Um, why don't you uh, Why don't you run us through what you've got? Okay, no worries. So, again, this is not, I'm not remotely, you know, thinking night one, night two, whatever. This is just, I have a card. This is what I would put on it. So, start with the main event, which would be for the undisputed WWE World Championship, which would be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Until I see otherwise, I'm still convinced that the guy to, to beat Roman is still Cody. Is is it, you know, is Cody as hot as he was going into, you know, facing Roman last year? Probably not. Can they get him there again? Time will tell. Ho- hopefully the answer to that is yes, because he may not be as hot, but I still do think that he is still, you know, he is still very, very popular. So, and still a lot more popular. He still does have something about him that a lot of the other guys don't. So um, I, I still think, you know, Cody winning the title is the way to go. So Cody winning the title off of Roman would be my main event pick. For the other World Championship match underneath that, it would be Seth Rollins defending against a newly heel-turned Drew McIntyre. I feel that Drew desperately needs to go heel at this point. There's not much left for him to do otherwise. He's, I think, you know, as we said, he's kind of, I mean, the fact that, paid him up with Riddle and the tag team. God bless him, but, you know, he's got no business being in there with the, with the likes of the Viking Raiders early on in the show. It's, no, he, he's... I feel that he definitely does belong towards the top. I think, you know, a fresh coat of paint for him would be going here would be great. I think Seth bumping all over the place for him would be amazing. As for who would win, I, I, I don't know about that one. I I don't know who I'd have. Maybe, maybe I'd have Seth retain and, and I'll have Drew chase him for a bit. I don't know, but I just, I'd just i like to see the match. I, I think it'd be a good one for the pair of them. 
I think I think you're right. Drew McIntyre needs a turn heel, but you've got me worried now that they're planning for WrestleMania Drew McIntyre versus Riddle, and they've put them together as a tag team just to split them up, which I hate. I think yeah, if you're yeah. going to put a tag team together, <clears throat> put them together because you want them to be a tag team, and then mm. cash in at later date, well in the future, with a split. But don't do it just to split them up. I hate that. Yeah, it may be what's coming up. I don't know, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the the likes of you know Drew versus Riddle, man. So do you know, I never, I never thought about that actually. And I think when they put Randy Orton and Riddle together, I think it was for that reason. And they got yeah. over so much that they just thought we're running with this. And Randy Orton looked, seemed to enjoy working with him and, and really, really enjoyed uh, wrestling at the time. So it, yeah, I didn't think of that actually with the Drew McIntyre. I mean, I, I've not really, you know, tried to keep up with the products as much as I can. Um, but when I saw that that they were tag team, I was like, that's just a complete waste, a complete waste of them two. I mean, the the only thing that's slightly, which I must admit did make me laugh, is they haven't gone with this as a team name, but they did joke saying they were going to call themselves Macariddle, <laughs> which, did, which did make me check off for all of that. Oh, you know what? You know what? It's really weird because I, I completely kind of scrubbed from my mind that this was even a thing. But I then remembered that I said to Drew McIntyre, you've got to be called Iron Bro, surely. that's That's got to be what you're called. Um, yeah. so I, I completely forgot that I did that. That was weeks ago as well. <laughs> that, that, that's a, see, that's a good team name as well. I bro, they'll be good. But uh, apparently they're feeling more McRiddle. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I like the idea though, McIntyre turning here, regardless of what he does yeah. with Riddle. I think that is probably the, you're absolutely right. It's probably the way to get another four or five years out of him. Yeah. And that that's a good match as well. Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre. It's a good pick. That it would be a good match, and I think it might elevate that title a bit more because it needs it. Exactly. Good pick. Good pick. That yeah. Okay, another similar one that you had, Alex. Um, Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso. I, I can't think of many brother v brother matches that you know, or you know, family members that that I want to watch as badly as this one. I just think it'd be a great fit. I was very tempted to possibly throw Solo Sokoa in there, make it a three-way, but I think ultimately that probably watered it down. So I, I'm kind of going to stick to 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 the one, you know, one-on-one sort of match and yeah. I, I just think you know if you did like throw a step in there you know like you said about a street fight I think even even better and I think if you were to say to the pair of them about 10 years ago you know at some point you're going to go one-on-one against each other at Wrestlemania they would have said hell no is that going to happen so for them I, I think they'd love it and I think the crowd would I think it'd be a really yeah. good one yeah now <laughs> this is my this is my intercontinental championship matches um which I was originally thinking do you know what Chad Gable has been so good, like in the role, and I, honestly, after watching Raw um, and seeing the whole the, the match with with uh, Gunther, I was thinking just just do it. But I've decided to go with the star power instead, and I and I still think this would be a far bigger match that needs to be done at some point. And considering this person has just come back for a brief period of time, I feel that Gunther needs to defend the Intercontinental Championship against one John Cena. I wasn't surprised by that at all. In fact, I knew this was you were going to do that straight away because I saw you tweet about it about two weeks ago, going, "Oh yeah, that'd be really good." So I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's, uh, as soon as they said that, that you know he was coming back and he was going to be back for like two months or something, you know, who could he work with again? It's right there. You know, he, he's it's the title that he's never won or the title he's never had. God, it, it'd be great for Gunther. I think the two of them could have a genuinely good match. I, I slightly worry that Gunther would beat the piss out of him too much, but I think that'd be great. And again, star power-wise, it, it'd be the biggest opponent that Gunther has ever faced. Would you have seen a winning? No. Because, all oh, right, because I was just going to say, if you did, I think that the pop that Sheamus would get would be astronomical compared to the one Cena would get for winning. I don't agree with that, but I wouldn't have 
Do you think Cena will get a bigger pop than Sheamus winning the Intercontinental Championship? Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, got to disagree with that. Got to disagree with that. It's it's John Cena. I I, I don't have either of these matches on my card, and I'm I'm not against either. I'll be honest, and I'm shocked as anybody, but I think I would tend to lean towards Matt on this one, but I'm not. Gunther Sheamus I'm not interested in. I didn't even really like their match at Clash of the Castle, so I'm not. Really? Yeah, I was. I just, I to be honest, that whole show I found to be a chore, and I was there too, and I found it to be a chore. But saying that, I do accept that it might have been the circumstance that we were in. Tom was ill. Tom was like really yeah, badly ill. Yeah, um, we were that. really high up as well, and it was sweltering at the top, mm. like it was just so hot. So, you know, I accept it might have been those things, but I just found that whole show a, a, a chore. So I don't want to see them fight again, to be honest. Have you watched it again? Or no, you, I, I don't want just to. Just no interest in watching it again. <laughs> right, OK, I won't. I, won't. I was just going to say, I would implore you to watch. I'm sure it's I'm again, sure. but yeah. you probably won't. So I'm not going to bother. <laughs> the thing I found, the thing I will say about Gunther is that I found that people, especially like people who talk about wrestling are really high on Gunther and don't get me wrong I think he's a great wrestler I've liked him since I saw him in progress like years and years ago before before he was in America or anything but he isn't as over as he should be as somebody who has been given such a push I don't think I you know I remember I think even back to the rumble people were just raving about him and I was like he obviously had a good run in the rumble but to no crowd reaction whatsoever at that show and I, I just don't think he's that over. I think they've, with the best of the world, they've given him the, a massive push. And I just don't think he's catching on as much as people would like him to, other than with the diehard audience. No, that's fair. That's fair. I'd have to go back and watch it. I can't remember the crowd reaction to him. But, you know, it may be right. But, uh, yeah. Well, the, crowd I, reaction I just... the crowd reaction Shane Scott was amazing. <laughs> that's, why I put, that's why I put him in the main event. Uh, I, I, I just think Cena Gunther, I just think that that's, that's the way to go. But yeah, so for my, my next one for the United States Championship is Rey Mysterio defending against Santos Escobar. I kind of feel they're leaning that way already, so this made this a fairly easy pick. And if I'm right, I think they're going to do it the, the long burn way. It, it looks like Santos is possibly going to go heel. And I'd like to think this is something they're planning down the line for WrestleMania. Don't get me wrong, I, I think this probably would have been better a couple of years ago. But you know what? Rey Mysterio, for whatever reason, seems to have found the fountain of youth. I have every confidence in him that, you know, on the on his worst day, he could have a good match, if nothing else. So I, I definitely feel this could potentially be good to very good. Hopefully, like I said, be better than that. But I think Rey versus Santos is the way to go for the US title. I probably have Santos win it as well, now that I think about it. I think you're right. I think they are going to do this for WrestleMania. I've it seemed this for, for about two months now. I've, I've it's felt like there is on the cards this sort of split between the two of them. And if you look at the way they booked WrestleMania 39, a lot of the matches that ended up on that show began at this time in the year. Think back to Clash of the Castle, Dominic Mysterio turning heel on on Ray and Edge at that time. That was one of the matches at WrestleMania. So you started to see some of those matches becoming clear, even as early as this. And I think this will be the one of those. I haven't I haven't got it on my show, by the way, though. But I do think you're right. Do you know, I've just thought as well. I mean, it's a bit of a flaw in my own booking that I never thought about. But if I, if I did, I'm still sticking with it, though, because it'll be a fantastic match. But if you did the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and the winner gets a shot of the US title, then the US champion doesn't have a feud going into WrestleMania. So that's kind of a, a four-week. Well, it doesn't matter. They don't all have to have a feud, do they? No, yeah, they I suppose so. And you could do, you could do Mysterio and Escobar all the way up to the February pay-per-view. You could have their yeah. the conclusion their their feud come there and then 
do what you did. So I, I'm, you know, certainly in my world, I wouldn't have Mysterio Escobar at WrestleMania, but I might have done the feud over the, the winter. Oh, yeah. The tag titles. So this is for the undisputed tag titles. It would be the newly reunited DIY Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Um, versus, now, originally, I, w- I was going to put versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest, but I thought, fuck it, I'm booking the card. <laughs> so it's going to be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, because in my heart of hearts, that would be a far, far better match, um, to the point of I'd almost think it would be a spectacular match, and cast my mind back to the, the sort of golden days um, of, of NXT, which, good God, do I adore. I do think this would have been a match that, had they had this on that card, would be celebrated to this day. As one of, I think it, they could have tore the house down then. They still could now. I've been having this, I've been having a conversation with a friend of mine about um, Johnny Gargano being on the main roster for as long as I can remember, because it, it's still something that just concerns me. I just, I him and Tommaso Ciampa, I don't see a future for them on the main roster in the long run. I'd love to be wrong, because as everybody knows, I absolutely <coughs> adore Johnny Gargano, but I, just, I don't see a future for them on the main roster unless it is as a tag team. And, so, and do you know what? That's madness, that, isn't it? It's madness, that. It, it is, because I, I do think he's... I, again, I, I, can't, I can't say enough good things about the, the run of matches that he had during the like the, the, the golden you know takeover era you know the, the story quality of the majority of them was just phenomenal he's somebody who's just so underutilized it just drives me nuts yeah um, but yeah th- those four i think they'd absolutely tear the house down and of course being an absolutely huge mark for diy i would have diy win the tag titles as well i think i mean i i think you're right about them in terms of their main roster potential and i don't disagree with it sorry i don't i i don't see johnny gargano as a, a, a main event guy i just don't not in any way shape or form regardless of i mean again doesn't to me it's made perfectly clear a million times don't care how good a wrestler he is he just doesn't strike me as a main event guy simple as that champa i don't think he's as good as gargano and i don't and i think equally don't see him as a main event guy so i think he's got even less going for him but as a mm. tag team you can have phenomenal matches in great tag team matches with guys like owens and zane and other main event potential or upper mid card guys love it love the idea of that i think that absolutely works for me and so yeah i'm, I'm all up for them being a, a high ranking tag team within wwe and being in matches like this yeah i'd agree with that but as soon as they'll get they get together well i mean are they together as a tag team no not yet right, they, okay. they, they will it, as, as soon as they get together as a tag team it'll be like counting down until they split them up I think the difference is, though, the Triple H booking, I don't think, feels the same. I, I think that if he puts them together, he might be putting them together with a view to go, right, you're going to be together for at least a, a two-month period, a, sorry, two-year period, and then we'll see. Oh, you know, okay, maybe yeah. then yeah. we can make the big thing out of it. But the way I'm looking at it at the moment, I do believe Triple H's booking is less set in stone in terms of the really long term and more, you know, my, the way I would book if I was the booker is I would go, I'll put things in place, breadcrumbs, I guess, and leave them there. Then if I want to pick up on them in the future, I can. And if I don't, I don't have to. Like, And so you can book long term. You almost say, right, I'm, I'm aiming for this at WrestleMania next year. But then everything else, I will do a little bit less long term as things is on. But I have rules. So I might be like this guy. I want to see if he could be a main event guy. So I'm just going to make sure that anything I do, I protect him whilst I do it. I don't have to have really long-term plans or detailed plans for him. I just have to make sure that he doesn't lose to the Miz on some random episode of Rule, for example. Yeah, yeah good point there. 
My next featured match, and I really like this one. I, I really do like this. Is Brock Lesnar versus Sheamus? I, I, I'll tell you this now. I've got the same match. <laughs> is it your main event of night one? Is <laughs> not the main event of my night one, but it is on the show. I'll be yeah, that will be good. That. Friends, but like, I, I could, for me, the, the, there's a number of reasons for this one. I mean, it's. I mean, the fact that it's never been done for for one it, it is is a star because we, we're running very low. Um, on those types of matches with Brock Lesnar. So the fact that it's one that's never been done before it is certainly one of the reasons for doing it. Um, the two big guys who, like I said, you, you like that, you know, two big guys just beating the crap over each other. You know, that's the type of thing you're going to get from these pay, I think, in spades. Part of me is, is thinking maybe it's a, almost a little bit hypocritical because at this point, I think Brock Lesnar could do with some wins because as much as he has put people over, I do think now is the time that he needs to get maybe a win back, but I wouldn't have him beat Sheamus here. I think Sheamus would have to get the win. So I would put Sheamus over on him, that being said. But again, I, I do think this is something that would be very... It, for Sheamus, it, the, the upsides are through the roof. It'd be phenomenal. And it'd definitely be, you know, it could be a really good match for Brock as well. But yeah, Brock versus Sheamus is one that... And I think the fans would love it too. Cool. Thinking about it, I think it might let people down that match, you know, Brock Lesnar-Sheamus, because... When Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, I thought that was going to be a fantastic match, and they're all they're all been rubbish, they've all been boring. And he, when he's fighting the bigger guys, I just think that the styles are just not the styles are too similar. I don't. I think it's I, just the big guys. I just I don't think that. I don't agree with that though. I think his matches against like when I think about Reigns and Samoa Joe, and even like when he was facing like Braun Strowman and that, I loved those ones when they were just like slapping mm. the hell out of each other and throwing each other around. I thought they yeah, were great. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I think it, I don't think it's about small or big. I just think it's about individual matches, whether he's got the chemistry, whether he is motivated to do yeah, them. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I agree with Matt. I, I, I mean, I'll talk about it later on, so I won't go into yeah. any further. But yeah, I, 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 can see what, I can see what you're saying, Alex, but I don't think it's about size. Yeah, okay. There we go. And then f- final two, which at this point you might be thinking, God, where the hell are the women on this show? So don't worry, I've decided to check a couple of women's, some token women's matches on there to, just to <laughs> keep everybody happy because who the fuck wants to see them wrestle? Go to the toilet, for God's sake. Can't be as uh, token as a battle, shove them all in a battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that's what you should do. Put them on the match that nobody gives a shit about. But anyway, for the women's championship, I, I feel that they have to do this at some point. And if I was booking, the time would be now, is Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belli. They've clearly positioned the pair of them as the top two um, sort of women that they are focusing on in the future going forward. And you know what? I, I think it'd be really great. Um, they're both fantastic. Personality-wise, I think Rhea's only got better over the last year. I think her ring work has been a lot better than her personality. Bianca Belli, I think, is a fantastic baby face and i think her in ring work is fantastic so i would have bianca as the baby face in this as to who would win mm, honestly yeah screw it i'm just gonna go with the baby face as the win for that i'd have bianca have the win myself as the person to lead the charge going forward with Rhea as you know the, the monster heel in the background sort of deal um but i think that'd be a great women's championship match and then i have one final women's match and one final match to round up my card I think they should do a key featured women's match, which would be Oscar versus Io Sky. I just think the chemistry between them would be very good. I think they would work a really good style. I think you give them enough time, it could be excellent. And again, it's another one of those that I think the fans would really like to see. Cool. I mean, I like Ripley versus Belair. 
I mm. think Ripley's been probably the biggest success story of the year, to be honest, in terms of a character that people that's over and that people have caught on to. I think she's just been great. Um, and Bianca Bella is brilliant. And she is probably the biggest star in the women's division, I would argue now, mm. given that there's no Sasha Banks anymore. And probably maybe Charlotte Flair. But yeah, for me, Bianca's just top notch. That's it, Rhea Ripley is me. Just she's fantastic, absolutely she fantastic, good. and she's and she's kind of getting herself all over social media, everywhere you go on Twitter, Facebook. She's always posting stuff, keeping in character. I think she's, but I think she's fantastic. She had a fantastic year, so from what from what I've seen. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna, so I'll do mine now, but I'm gonna try and do it. Hang on one second. Um, so I've uh, prepared a little bit of a PowerPoint presentation for you. Uh, oh, that nice. I'm just um, going to say that he's done a video package. And I can't... Uh, here we go. Share screen. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> set us alive as ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so oh, here we are. Fantasy booking WrestleMania XL. Oh, look at that. I'll try <laughs> and, do you know what? Do you know what? You've won already, Ben. So, yeah, what I thought I'd do is i start by um, giving you some principles that I, I used going into this to this booking, right? So, as I said, first of all, as plausible as I possibly could get. So I didn't, for example, I wasn't going to do what Alex did and book Kenny Omega, despite him having a four-year locked-in contract as an EVP with the, the other company. That, in my defence, I didn't know about that. I know, I know, I'm joking. <laughs> I also wasn't going to have anyone coming back from retirement or back from the dead. Also, yeah. this was pre-CM Punk getting sacked, so he's not here. But there were certain people that I thought might not be there, but I could get away with putting there. I'll give you some examples. AJ Styles and Randy Orton. I know both of them are I know Styles just came back I think didn't he but Randy Orton is still out injured some say he may never come back we don't know what the truth of that is yet but I thought it's plausible that he comes back for a match at WrestleMania so that kind of that's kind of my thinking there in terms of who's on the show so I did try to get everyone who I felt should be at WrestleMania on the card so I don't want to do Matt hates it and I agree I don't want to put everybody on the show just because I want to get everyone on the show but I do want to get everyone on the show that I think should be there and that's quite a lot of people but there are exceptions that I couldn't get on there we've already mentioned them Drew McIntyre the Miz I think Ricochet are missing off as well there are a couple of others Shayna Baszler is another one couldn't couldn't find a place for her I've also tried to align it with WWE's own booking priorities where possible. So, for example, there are a number of individuals that WWE are high on at the moment. Clearly, they are high on. So I felt like they needed to be given something to do at this show. WWE would, you know, will be prioritizing those people as getting something to do. And I'll talk through that when we go through it. I wanted to provide as much variety as possible. So, Matt, here's where here's where your card fell down a bit for me it was I, yeah, so many male singles matches untrue You've now in truth now. in truth i haven't done as much variety as i would like and i've actually i did start revising this and i was like i can't bother it because i've already done a powerpoint for it um <laughs> so so, so this, to be honest the end result of this which i'm presenting to you now is not as good as i'd like it to be but there we go and also there's a desire to start building the women's division back up i think if there's a criticism of triple h's wwe so far it is that the women have been left to kind of fester a little bit they, they've been given some stuff here and there i mean obviously the becky lynch trish stratus thing has been quite a big story but they were bumped from the SummerSlam main show to then open payback now i know the payback match has got lots of plaudits but all, nonetheless it's not about quality it's about the amount to which they the way they've been presented and i just don't feel they've been presented very well so there's a desire within this show to build them back up having said that i've not had the women headline either of the nights on the wrestlemania show but it's more about acknowledging that the women haven't been pushed as much in recent times and then using this show to start the process of going forward okay so match one 
and this is about getting people on the show, is the OC versus the Hurt business. So this is now no longer possible because of the fact that bloody Wasset Face have gone with the, you know... Um, Street yeah, yeah, Street Profits have gone with Lashley. Had had I known that, they would be in this match instead. So <laughs> and, yeah, you, just could swap them out. you could swap them out, no problem yeah. at all. And, and that would be a better match as well, I think. Yes, I think it probably would. Yeah. To be honest, it was like I couldn't find anything for Lashley to do. Couldn't really find anything for Styles to do. And I wasn't certain he's going to be back, to be honest. I'm not sure he's going to... Like, he doesn't seem to have been a priority for WWE for a long time. He's certainly not performing at the level he used to perform at. And I just think six-man tag, in the interest of getting the variety, in the interest of getting people on the show, the OC versus the Hurt Business worked for me. So I was like, that's match number one in the bag. Number two... Becky Lynch versus Asuka. So these two women were two women that was like, they have to be on the show, but I can't find anything else for them to do that I want them to do. So I was like, sorry, I'll just put them together against one another. You can make an easy storyline from from the Rumble. Becky Lynch eliminates Asuka. Asuka then eliminates Becky Lynch in kind of annoyance of the fact that she's been eliminated. And there you go. You've got a decent, high quality women's singles match early on at WrestleMania. Incidentally, I did originally have Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins together in a mixed tag match against Dominic and Rhea Ripley. And I'm in my my revised when I started to think about redoing this, I brought that back into the equation. Um, I do like the idea of that. I like the idea of some kind of mixed tag match during the show and you will get one later on. (laughs) (laughs) Match three, back to the whole getting people on the show, Alex. Four way tag match. New Day, DIY, Brawling Brutes, and Street Profits. I, I really like Street Profits. I really like DIY. I think New Day will be on the show. Let's be let's be clear. The D- New Day will be on the show. <laughs> whether, Matt, whether you want them to or not, they'll be on the show, right? So I'm like, I'm finding a place for them because WWE will insist. And also, it's nice to get Pete Dunne on the show, even if he has mm. to still be called Butch. The, but, but like you, Alex, I've thought there has to be a reason for this match. So it is for a shot at the tag titles. The Monday night on Raw against whoever comes out as tag team champions and i would probably have diy win yeah do you know it, um just going back to my the tlc match i originally had it as a triple threat with a new day in but i thought i was just putting the new day in it for the sake of, of having it so i took them out i don't really i'm not a big fan of triple threat matches really it's just interesting that you said that they have to be on the show so i, I had them in my battle royal <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's fair. But I just I was like, I want to get loads of tag teams. Yeah, I have yeah. in addition to wanting the women's division to be beefed up. Tag team division needs a shot in the arm. Let's get as many of them on the card as we can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Match number four. This is where things start to deviate quite significantly. Gunther versus LA Knight for the Intercontinental title. Ooh. So I don't value, as I've said before, I don't think Gunther in terms of a draw is as much of a valuable player as you guys do. I, don't, I just don't think he is. But... I'm also aware that WWE are really high on LA Knight. We know that Gunther now has the record in the Continental title reign. It's gone <clears> longer <throat> than Honky Tonk Man, which it's just records to for, forever. So with that in mind, you don't have to protect Gunther anymore. If you want to push Gunther further, it's time for him to drop the IC belt, go somewhere else, start doing something yeah. else. So for me, big match at WrestleMania. LA Knight gets his big victory because people are high on him. On the Monday after this, Gunther gets another big win and then just, they just almost move him immediately away from the Intercontinental title and don't even revisit his, his match with LA Knight. It's just, this is all about spotlighting LA Knight and not taking anything away from Gunther. So this was my thing. Just get the IC title off of him and give it to someone who can get something out of it. And look, I, I'll hold my hands up. I hated 
Eli Drake, when LA Knight was in TNA, hated him. He couldn't stand him. He thought he was a proper like 80s throwback. I admit he's been really good. He's really charismatic. He's got the crowd behind him. He needs to be given something on the show. I think some people will go as far as you did, Alex, with a world title shot. I'm not that high on him, but I see no problem in giving him a big win and continuing his push. And if in six months' time he's still there, then going all the way if you have if you want to. I mean, the reason I had him run the world heavyweight one is mainly a criticism of how they bought the world heavyweight title. Like it's the second belt, isn't it? It always has been. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, you, do you know what I mean? That's why he's gone there in mine. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. Well, I've not put the world heavyweight title in a particularly prestigious place because it's next. Seth Rollins versus Solo Sikoa for the world oh, heavyweight title. Good so I was like, Sikoa has to be on this show, right? Sikoa, Solo Sikoa yeah. has to have a match. My idea for this is all about the build rather than the match itself, because the build is all about the continued laying the foundations for the eventual Roman Reigns Solo Sokoa match. The build is Solo Sokoa wins the Rumble and they do a reverse Batista storyline where basically Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman convince him to face the other champion. Yeah. And he chooses to face Seth Rollins as a consequence of that. Basically, as I say, that's really just to leave the, leave the breadcrumbs for that potential future Roman Reigns match. In the meantime, this is going to annoy Matt. I'm going to end this with a fuck finish of some kind. I'm going to have, <laughs> I'm going to have Seth Rollins get DQ'd or counted out, or both of them get DQ'd or counted out, because I don't want Rollins, I don't want Sokoa to lose, but I don't want Rollins to lose a title. And I'm not a fan of booking myself into these corners, but the reason I'm doing it is so Damian Priest can cash in the money in the bank straight afterwards. Oh, you've booked your own card and you've put a fuck finish in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one in 16 matches. It's only one. I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't hate him as much as you. I think, like I've said before, if every match just ended a pinfall or a submission, you're boring. So I don't mind. I don't mind screwing finishes at all. When done properly, when it, when they further the storyline. And that, yeah, that's it. And do you know what? That's a great match. That, that could be a finish aside. <laughs> um, I think that could be a sure steal of that. Well, I think the reason as well is that I don't want Solo Sokoa to go back to Rollins afterwards. I want this to be moved on quite quickly. As I say, this match is here to continue the build for Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, not to make a big deal of this match. So Solo Sokoa wins the Rumble, does the stuff with Roman Reigns prior to the prior to WrestleMania and then faces Rollins. They have the fuck finish. Then Damian Priest beats Seth Rollins. And then going forward, Priest and Rollins can have their feud over the next few months. Match six is a tag team title match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus RK Bro. So I'm basically resetting Riddle and Orton together. No idea if Orton's even going to be available. And they're going to face Owens and Sami Zayn. For me, this is the thing that WWE would have wanted from Owens and Zayn's reign in the first place is these kind of big matches with other big tag teams. For me, Riddle and Orton are a big tag team. This is a WrestleMania caliber worthy match with a big star and Randy Orton in it. I think it's and it's a tag team match, which gives you a little bit more variety. So, again, that was that was key for me. I think this is one of the first things I had on my list. I was like, this match needs to happen. Match seven is the highest profile women's match, I think, on the two nights I've got. It's Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. I'm annoyed that they did them in a triple threat match at SummerSlam because they shouldn't have done. They should have not. They should have kept them apart until they had their one-on-one match. Again, similar to 
having Rhea Ripley against Bianca Belair, two of the biggest stars in the women's division going up against each other. Bianca Belair, it's, you can almost book her now on a yearly basis. Like she had Sasha Banks at 38, she had Becky Lynch at 39, Charlotte at 40, Rhea Ripley at 41. Like, you know, you could just line people up for her because she's a big star. She's absolutely brilliant in the ring. She's really athletic. She's really good. And I think this would be a, a damn fine match. And I was I was tempted to make it the main event, but I just didn't think it was quite right. And also, I felt like it was really important to get a really big match in the main event of night one. And so my main event is John Cena versus Cody Rhodes. So I this is where I was like, I quite like the idea of Gunther versus John Cena. Matt, I do. And I, I would have probably gone with that if, it was a, if we were still doing WrestleMania in one night. But needing a main event of night one really badly, I felt like this was about as good as I could do to give a really big main event in the main event of night one. And I think the way I would do it is, you know, Cody maybe misses out on the rum, uh, on winning the Rumble. Maybe he goes to the last two with Solo Sokoa and Solo, Solo Sokoa is the one who eliminates him. And then after Sokoa chooses to go against Seth Rollins, Cody can challenge Reigns and Reigns can turn him down. And Cody can be like, no, I've beaten Brock Lesnar twice at three. I've been undefeated since last year. Like, there's nothing else I can do that will convince anybody that I should be the number one contender for the WWE title. Who could I beat to do that? Then John Cena's music comes on and we set the tone for John Cena versus Cody Rhodes. So that's night one. Moving on to night two. I like that, by the way. Do you know what? Yeah, I do as well. And I'm just trying to think who he's going to have as his main event of night two now. (laughs) But obviously we'll find out. Of all the ones you've got on there, and this might be a bit of a surprise for you, I do particularly like the uh, the Charlotte Flair Bianca Belair one, and I think if you were to heat that up right, I, I do think that could main event as well. Like if Charlotte got, I mean, it's not exactly super hard for her to get that much heat, I suppose, but if she was like a proper bitch versus Belair, I think that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think that's a worthy women's title match, definitely. So night two begins with Finn Balor versus Austin Theory. Now, I've got to be honest, this is probably the match I'm least interested in and least happy with, to be honest. But I, again, this is, a for me, this is about Austin Theory needs to be on the show. They are still high on him, but he's not in the same place as he was going into last year's WrestleMania. I think his stock has fallen somewhat, despite the victory of Racina at WrestleMania 39. So I put this in to be like, to maintain the pretense that Austin Theory is still important. That's all I put it in for. And I thought Finn Balor was a decent enough opponent. He's had a relatively big year. He's been featured a lot on Raw and SmackDown. He should be on WrestleMania somewhere. So that's why I've got this match. Couldn't tell you what the storyline was going to be going in because I didn't put any thought into it. It's just a chucked out match to start WrestleMania night two. I wanted to make sure that all the titles were on the line at WrestleMania. So the women's tag team titles are represented. Now, this match can't happen anymore because Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark have broken up. But I wouldn't have done that at Payback. I'd have kept them together and had them have a run at the women's tag team titles. Because I think if you're going to have the women's tag team titles, it's time you put some thought and effort into them. And I thought actually the presence of Trish in a match for them makes it seem more important. So I was like, let's, let's do that. And, you know, I know also that the women's tag title, cha- women's champions at the moment, I think are Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Mm. So... And not because and not because Pi- I like Piper Niven. Chelsea Green's different. I don't think she's very good, but Piper Niven's good. But they're just they're just completely random. There's no there's no thought that's going in there. That's just like we haven't got a clue what we're doing with these belts, so we're just going to give it to these two people. So I'm like, have give the belt back to Liv Morgan and, and Raquel Rodriguez. They were better. They're not amazing, but they were better as champions. Give them a long title reign and have them go up against Trish and Zoe Stark. And here. You could have it that I, I would have it that Morgan and Rodriguez retain, but then afterwards I'd have either Stratus or Stark turn against the other. And I think either of them writes 
the the story that then goes forward between them two that allows either you know which allows Zoe Stark to have a feud with Tristratus, which I think is surely the whole point of putting them together in the first place is to get something out of that relationship and you could have an easy storyline where Zoe Stark attacks Tristratus after the match and then explains that she only kind of teamed up with Trish in the first place to get some eyes on her then she thought she could ride it all the way to her first gold in the WWE but then Tristratus let her down and now she's going solo she does she's realized Trish is no good anymore something like that and then you have a few with them match three is US title match Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul (laughs) <laughs> so this is where I got my Logan Paul in. I think he's going to have a match, isn't he? He's not going to just mm. be the guest host, I would have thought. He's going to have a match. They've signed that multi-year deal with him where basically I think he has two or three matches a year. One of them's always going to be at WrestleMania. I think I would have Rey Mysterio win this simply because Logan Paul probably can't carry the belt afterwards because he's not going to be around, I should imagine. And I think Steven said about SummerSlam that Logan Paul should have beaten Ricochet clean because there's no reason to because Logan Paul's bigger than Ricochet in terms of what he gives to you but I think it doesn't matter I don't think Logan Paul suffers at all from losing or winning it makes no difference he is going to be in the same position he always is no matter what I think in terms of the way he started his career so yeah I just for some reason I just like this I just thought it looked good and Rey Mysterio is still a big star Logan Paul has proven to be quite successful in terms of what he's doing so I think I just had a his guest horse because I wanted to see him get levered by the Sandman and then get battered <laughs> by the Rock because I don't you... like him. I, I don't like him. You know, don't get me wrong. He, like the match, his wrestling, he, he's far better than I ever thought he was going to be. Uh, the match against Roman Reigns was fantastic. But I, ever since he started laughing at people who committed suicide in Japan is when I thought, no, no time for this guy at all. So I just wanted to see him get battered by the Sandman. That's fair enough. I mean, obviously yeah. you wanted to spend loads of money on Metallica, I noticed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it won't be that much. Still, Triple H, the best buddies, aren't they? They'll do it oh, for yeah. like hot dog and some popcorn or something. Maybe Hogan will play bass for them. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I tell you what, wow. this this would be a match I would actively look forward to. Like I said, you know, having, having seen, you know, like these guys sort of, you know, cross paths a couple of years ago in Mania, they, they were really good. Um, so, yeah, this could, this uh, would have the potential to be something really good, I think. Yeah, it would be good. It would, it would be good. Like I said, I've, I have been quite, it pains me to say it, I've been quite impressed with him in the ring. I think he's pretty decent in the ring. It would be good. Match four. Is for the women's start match. Io Sky versus Bailey. I'm not adding Dakota Kai to this match because I don't particularly like the multi-way matches. Although I've got the four-way tag match on, it wasn't for a title, so I was I felt happier about it. But Bailey would win the Rumble in my universe. Bailey would be the winner of the Rumble, and unlike with what we had with uh, Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns, Bailey would choose to face her partner, and she would do it because they've been sort of building the story where the three of them are sort of calling the title their title. I've noticed on Raw. That's part of one of their kind of narrative at the moment. So I was like, what we can have is maybe the night, maybe the Monday before Rumble, Eosky gets annoyed with the other two and says that this is my title. It's not our title. It's my title. I'm the champion. Then Bailey wins the Rumble. And then the, ne- the next night on Raw, she comes out and says, right, well, if it is just your title and not ours anymore, I want to face you for the belt. Build up to this singles match. And then you can do what you want with Dakota Kai. So she could help one of them win and stay with one of them. And they could continue to be a partnership. Or she could she could attack the winner and go after them afterwards. Either way, doesn't matter. And I don't really mind who wins either. So I think there's just lots of options there. But whatever the case, coming out of it, you're going to have another feud set up. So the idea here, for example, we've already got Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark going into a new feud coming out of WrestleMania. And we'll have whatever Dakota Kai does against whoever she does it against coming out of this as well. 
this next match is, is the one I'm least proud of, but I just wanted a mixed tag match and I couldn't think of anything else once I'd flat factored in everybody else that where I wanted them. It's uh, Alpha Academy versus the Judgment Day. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like that as well. I thought <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. So I, I I really want the Alpha Academy to be on the show. They have been one of the big parts of Raw, even as a comedy act, you know, even before Chad Gable's recent kind of exploits. They've been featured quite heavily. The whole storyline with Maxine as like her going through the Alpha Academy and becoming one of them. Rhea Ripley has to be on the show. She has to be on the show. And I'd say Dominic does too. Priest would be World Heavyweight Champion as well by the time this match happens. So I was like, even though it may be a little bit random, you've got the World Heavyweight Champion in there. So it makes it a bit less random. I still would be tempted to go back to Rollins and Lynch versus Dominic and Rhea Ripley. I think that would be really cool. But as a substitute, I was like, this is all I've got. So I'm going with it. (laughs) I like that. Six-man mixed tag match, a bit different. Then we've got the three big matches of the show. First one is Jimmy and Jay. We've all had that one, I think. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I would never have split them up. I never would have split mm-hmm. them up. I hate that they split them up. I just thought yeah, it was silly. Too. I think twin brothers shouldn't split up. It just, it just stretches the limit of what's plausible, believable to the limit. Plus, it doesn't make any sense. Jimmy Uso is the one who instigated the split with Roman Reigns. Then he got beaten up and Jay Uso was trying to re- avenge his attack at that match. Like, it just didn't make sense. But having done it now, you've got to have the match. So it's on mm-hmm. my show, Jimmy and Jay against one another. Penultimate match is Brock Lesnar versus Sheamus, as Matt had on his show. I just think Sheamus has some from somewhere in the last two, three years got a massive reputation suddenly for putting on great matches against the right opponent, especially bigger kind of matches, bigger opponents. Obviously, the match with Walter, everyone raves about. And I just thought this would be great. I think I think Lesnar would be motivated for it because it would be physical. And that's what he's really motivated by is like the physical matches that he can have. And I just think this would work. I'd have brought Lesnar win. I think, Matt, I understand what you're saying, but Sheamus has been in the company 14 years and he's never been a headlining act, not a true headlining act. He's not going to be one in the future, regardless of what you do with him. And Brock Lesnar desperately needs a big high profile victory after those losses to Cody Rhodes. So I'd have Lesnar go over, but I do think it would be. And I think Sheamus would be happy with that at WrestleMania to get a match against Brock Lesnar. I think he'd be more than happy with it. So my main event, and this probably stretches plausibility a little bit. It's got to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns to me. Got to <laughs> oh. me. And I tell you why. So I am not convinced that Cody Rhodes is the man to beat Roman Reigns, but I also am not convinced that that's the thinking anyone should have. I think there's this default setting that we've got going on in our minds, and we've had it probably since the end of Hogan's first title reign in general, so a long, long time ago now, well before any of us really probably were fans, which is that who's going to be the next champion? Now, that's not a mindset they had in the 60s and 70s. San Martino was a champion and they didn't care. They just build everybody up. And they only had, San Martino only lost the title the first time because he demanded to lose the title. He didn't want to hold on to the belt anymore because he was fed up of touring. He wanted to go spend some time with his family. He was working an incredibly tough schedule. And he asked them to drop the belt like two or three years before he finally did drop the belt because they couldn't, they didn't want to move on from him. And then they gave him the belt back when they decided that Pedro Morales wasn't as big a draw as San Martino after three years of Morales' reign. And they didn't want him to, he originally said, oh, hold it for a year, but you have to find someone else to become champion after that. He ended up holding it for three years. He didn't want the title, but they desperately wanted to keep it on him. I think that's what WWE are going back to. I think they want to keep this title on Roman Reigns for as long as they possibly can. Now, if they need Roman Reigns to lose, you can do that with Cody at any point now. So if you go, if you, let's say you get to SummerSlam next year 
and you need someone to beat Roman Reigns, fine. Headline, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes wins the title, great. Maybe it comes all the way through to WrestleMania 41. Same, you can do that too. Whenever it is, you can do that match. It doesn't matter. Cody Rhodes can beat him if you need that to happen. But I think WWE would rather Roman Reigns just held it for a very long time. And I was thinking about, first of all, this match. This is a free win for Roman Reigns. You're not costing anybody anything. It's not going to cost The Rock anything. In fact, I'd have The Rock lose this match and then retire the next night on Raw. I'd have him say that was my last match. I'm done. Get get any thought about whether he's going to have another match out of everyone's minds and just have him retire there and then. But I was thinking Roman Reigns has probably still got another match against Jey Uso in him. He's probably got another match against Cody Rhodes in him. He's probably got another match against Sami Zayn in him. He could probably face Solo Sokoa at some point in the future. He could probably face Gunther at some point in the future. There are options. Roman Reigns only has to defend the title four or five times a year. It wouldn't be very difficult to extend his world title reign out another year beyond WrestleMania 41. And I think that will be Triple H's main priority of booking is keeping the title on Roman Reigns for as long as humanly possible. I don't, I don't think there's any thought as to who can we put over? Who can we make the next guy? I don't think they're caring about the next guy. I think they are going to enjoy this guy for as long as they possibly can and ride it as long as they can. I don't think they'll get to San Martino levels, <laughs> but I think they'll keep going. And I think if The Rock's available, they'll get him for this match. I think if he's not, swap CM Punk in there for him. That's fine, too. You could even use AEW's own story against them and say, CM Punk, come out. I'm the real world champion. What are you talking about, Roman Reigns? I'm the real world champion. Then you've got another big match. So for me, I'd keep Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns apart until you have to do it. Until, and I'm not saying you would definitely go to Cody in the end. I think you can find someone else that you like at some point, then go with them instead. But if you get to a point you have to do it, you can use Cody Rhodes for whenever you want to. So I'd keep them apart and just find something else for Roman Reigns to do. And I've I've decided The Rock is possible. It's probably not going to happen, but it is possible. Um, it's funny you mentioned that as the main event there now, see, because uh, well, at time of recording, we um we we haven't talked about the, uh, the, the this week's show that we're looking to do yet. But uh, put it this way, after seeing that, I no longer desire to see The Rock wrestle again. Yeah, and I get that. And but again, you know, I'm very much booking this about how what will draw basically. Yeah. I'm book. I'm not caring about match quality. It's not. And don't get me wrong. I think there are some matches in there that'll be good, but this is not about. As I talked about when we did our WrestleMania 28 review, WrestleMania never really, truly has been about match quality. Never. There were a few years where they were on the trot. There were some really great matches. But that's never really been the purpose of WrestleMania. WrestleMania is where you have the biggest matches, not the best matches. And I think that's what this does. Roman Reigns versus The Rock. If you get The Rock, that's the biggest match you can do. And we could do with drawing a line under it. And it's WrestleMania 40. It feels like a nice bit of symmetry for The Rock. And regardless of anything else, the WrestleMania 28 and 29 were the first time WrestleMania had the same main event back-to-back years. And I don't think that that's something that's too repeatable with, with WrestleMania. I just don't think it is. So I don't mind them going back to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 41, but I would rather they avoided it for WrestleMania 40 because I just think it's too too easy. There's a, there's a, there's a more interesting way, a route to get there than just going back-to-back WrestleManias. I mean, I've, I've got... I'm not too certain about that. <laughs> the main events. I've got a massive thing about old wrestlers coming back. I, I can't. I don't like it. I just don't like it, especially when they come back and go toe to toe with like the top guys. Because yeah, I'll, I'll be it. It's worked, but realistically, Roman Reigns in a wrestling match with The Rock, and we're talking in real life, would 
it'd be a no contest. It'd be a no contest because sure. Roman well, Reigns is is obviously wrestling a lot more often than the Rockies, and, and that's. But and then but then these old guys come in and then they kind for for me I'd much rather see a WrestleMania main event with someone who hasn't been in a WrestleMania main event or or someone who deserves it at that time. Like I'd much rather see LA Knight in a WrestleMania main event than The Rock because at the time going now I I like it when they go with the people who are over. I agree. You're absolutely right. I would I would probably improve. I would probably enjoy that more myself, to be honest. I I'm with you, Matt. I'm not sure I would look forward to Roman Reigns versus The Rock in 2024. But I'm not the person they're trying to hit when it comes to WrestleMania because I'm going to yeah. watch whatever the case. I'm going to watch it. It doesn't yeah. matter what they put. They could put fucking Dominic Mysterio against fucking The Miz in the main event. I still fucking watch WrestleMania. Of course I would. It's WrestleMania, right? They're well, not trying yeah. to. That's a, that's a stretch. <laughs> even Matt, even you would watch it. But uh, yeah. it's WrestleMania. It's yeah, WrestleMania. You You'd watch it. Yeah. They're not trying to. They're not trying to get us. They're trying to get the people who are, are who tune in once a year if they like what they see. That's going to do that so that's why i put that in the main event but you know the chance are it will never happen because I, I think the rock will never wrestle again but who knows so that's me done nice so that's what we'll see how we'll see how close we are to um being right in about six seven months um yeah. and as i said maybe we'll make a, a, a an annual thing of this if we continue on with the podcast through to the uh, sort of later parts of 2024 and, and do wrestlemania 41 but mm. uh, thanks both for joining me for this uh iwr now episode as we're calling them um alex matthew thank you very much i've just realized as well I'm, I'm a bit annoyed now because i should have had my main event as the rematch between honky tonk and brutus about the beefcake so wrestlemania 4 that's the biggest match in it definitely i think that's the one that everyone's <laughs> looking for uh no well i'm going to be way off with my suggestions because i've done it as as i would book it but do you know what i've loved doing it i loved it so thanks for uh it's it made the queuing in Florida a lot more entertaining because I was just <laughs> had my phone out while the kids were mithering the missus while I was doing my fantasy booking. So thank you very much. Honestly, I've loved doing it. It's been brilliant. And and both, both suggestions, you know, your suggestions have been fantastic as well, listening to it. Right, guys. Um, Well, I'll, I'll call a time on it there. And um, we'll be back with you next week where we'll be covering WrestleMania 29.